Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. up one more time for our children's ministry here here at the church so um we've been here about two years uh, me and my family we've got six kids and one of the most important things that we looked for was a children's ministry obviously we have a lot of kids and we found a church with a children's ministry that is second to none by far not only do these kids go back and have a good time and have snacks, and sometimes I want to be back there eating snacks, but they learn Jesus. They learn who he is. They learn what he's done. They learn what, he's, what he did. And I'm thankful for the teachers here at Faith. They're just, they're just amazing. So we get a, let's give a hand for them one more time. And also, I just want to say to the visitors that are here today, you are welcome in this place. You know, when you pull into the parking lot, you may be a stranger, but when you walk in those doors, you're now family. And that is what this church is about, is you becoming family and Jesus be, uh, becoming known. We've been in a series called By Grace. Pastor Terry has been speaking on this, and I believe this is a series that could go on and on and on. You know, we've been on it for, for about two months now, and it's a series that could never end. Why? Because God's grace never ends. It never stops. It keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. We just got out of a holiday. I think in in my opinion, there's three, three of the best holidays, Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And we just left the Thanksgiving holiday. And that's all about being what? Thankful. And I don't believe that I, I do believe that God did it on purpose, that he put Thanksgiving right before Christmas. Because when we leave Thanksgiving, we have this thankful heart, and we're thankful for the things that God has given us. And as we flow into Christmas, there's nothing more great than we could be thankful for than the birth of Jesus Christ. There's nothing greater. Not, uh, no car, no home, no, no new family members, but the birth of Jesus Christ. One of the greatest forms of grace is Christ. One of the greatest gifts that God has ever done is Christ. Um, and I'm, I'm a very picture person. I love to, you know, when somebody's telling me a story or, or whatever, I like to picture it. But I can just imagine 2,000 years ago, God the Father was in heaven looking down at a hurting world. And he said, they need my son. And I just picture him going up to Jesus and say, only you can save them. Only you can redeem. Only you can set free. Only you can break chains. And that's when Jesus said, I'm willing and I'll go. I'll do it because, number one, you're my father. I got to listen. That's a good note for all the kids out there. And number two is because he loved, he loved us. And this was the first big form of God's grace. Grace was born. Grace came from heaven and touched earth. And I believe, and and we're going to read here in, 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 in Luke in a minute, the story 
of the birth of Christ. But when Jesus left heaven and was born in that manger, I just believe and I just picture angels, all of heaven just bowing down before this great king. Bowing down and knowing that he gave up everything so he could save us. If you would turn into the book of Luke, um, if you are, if you have your, your, your Bible, if you're old school, which is good, or if you have you version, it'll be on the screen also. We're going to read um, the story. And, and my prayer is that as we're reading this, God shows you something maybe that you've never seen. That it becomes new and it becomes fresh and it becomes exciting. You know, we've all we've heard the story. We know he was born in a manger, but do we truly know know him? Do we truly understand what he sacrificed for us when he came down two thousand years ago? But we're going to be reading uh, Luke two, starting in verse one. And if you don't have a Bible, if you just want to close your eyes and just picture what God did for us, uh, so it becomes real and. Uh, and my prayer today is that when you leave here, it's new. It's not just a story, but it's the real deal, and it's, it's your life's passion. But we're going to read uh, chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that the decree went out from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So, so all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went from Galilee out to the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, the angel of the Lord stood there before them, and the, Lord, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born on this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on peace, and peace, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this Christ. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for your heart. God, your heart of love and passion for us. God, that 2,000 years ago, God, the birth of grace was given. God, that you sent your son to redeem the world. 
God, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for your passion. We thank you for your word, God, that it never returns void. That it's always there when we're hurting, God, and you're always there when we're hurting. We just thank you for your passion for us, God, that you are willing to give, give all. We love you, Father, and as we continue in, God, we just thank you for for your son and your name. Amen. Amen. Eric. Thank you, Phil. You're a blessing, brother. I just got to know Phil. I don't know some of you guys. You don't know me yet, but you will. I got all these Bibles. Phil called it old school. I guess I'm old school. I'm old. So you got the old guy up here this morning, right? Good morning. I want to do this as quickly and as adequately as I possibly can because, like I said, I am old. If I start rambling, we'll be here all day. We don't want that this morning. If you're watching out there this morning, I just want you to know that I am as crazy as I look. Uh, I'm an evangelist for 43 years. Uh, I tell people I'm Reverend Bennett. I've been it all. This morning, if you got your Bibles, I want to turn. Uh, I want you to turn back, uh, back up a little bit from what Phil gave us in Luke. And I want to share something with you. Before I do, let me just say to my pastor, I love you. Uh, to his whole family, I love you. Thanks again for letting me do this to the church staff. Thanks for allowing me to come up here this morning. And for Faith Renewed, we love you and we thank you for your love. You've loved our family since we walked through the door. Yeah, and if you need to blame somebody, I'm Gabe's dad. But anyway, uh, Something that hit me when the pastor, he said, listen, I want you, I want you to go out there and give about uh, 10 or 15 minutes, which is really hard for me. Uh, but he said, I want, you to, I want you to do about 10 or 15 minutes, and I want you to, to cover because of grace. You know, I don't know about y'all, but that word because sort of is a blaming word, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I did this because. I mean, ever since we was a kid, you know, when we'd get called down or something from our parents, we'd say, well, because... We always had an excuse, right? Well, let me tell you something this morning. This word because is significant because this morning we had a problem we couldn't fix as the human race. And because, somebody somebody shout with me this morning, because we couldn't fix it, God did. That's how much he loved us. Hallelujah. And this morning, if I get a little loud, it's okay. Don't hold it against me. I'm a loud person. All right. So this morning, I want you to look at something. First of all, before we start, we have to understand. There's some of us that don't understand what grace really is. We've got an idea, and, and people say, well, that's unmerited favor. Well, what does that mean? Huh? So, so I wanted us to look this morning at grace so we would get a full understanding of what we're blaming. Amen? And this morning, I looked up about three different definitions, so I can't really give anybody credit. I put all three of them together because they all said about the same thing, but, but uh, how many of y'all know that when you translate something, you get different words? All right, like this morning, I'm going to read from NIV, uh, New International Version. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. Uh, people tell me, well, I don't read that because they took things out of it. Well, my Lord, they took 40 these and thou's out. But anyway... Uh, I'm going to read from that this morning because I think they captured something that I want you to see. And first of all, let's look at grace. What is grace? The definition of grace, the way I can pull it from these uh, Websters and these other folks that, that, that are a lot smarter than me, is grace is the love 
and mercy given to us by God because God desires us to have it. Not because we've done anything to deserve it. Grace is a present from the Lord. So this morning at Christmas, how many of y'all like presents? I love presents, especially the ones I don't know about, right? We all like surprises. Well, one day God decided to send us the greatest surprise this world has ever seen or ever will see, and his name was Jesus. So this morning, God spoke to me and said, you're in the presence of the present. Get a hold of that this morning, amen? You're in the presence of the present. In other words, this morning, we should all be just bubbling over with excitement and we should, should be able to, to not really hold on to ourselves because we're in the presence of the present. I love presence. Luke put it this way, and if you, I want you to remember what I said about the definition of grace because I want you to see what the NIV put in here that maybe the King James and a couple of other versions missed. They nailed it. I want you to look at, uh, uh, let's see, uh, let's start at verse uh, verse eight. Let's make it make it real clear. And there were shepherds uh, uh, abiding in the fields, uh, fields near, nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Isn't it funny that every time God does something, it scares us? You ever notice that? It scares us. Even though God didn't give us the spirit of fear, it scares us. You know why? Because God's a great big God. And when God does something, something's got to move. Something's got to change. Amen? And move and change is something that, that makes us humans unstable. Okay? So, so God just moved and changed something. It says, but the angel said unto them, and I love angels because they're all the time spilling the beans. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you, they, something was bought to us. Good news of great joy that will be to all people. How many people? Look at somebody and say, I'm all. So in other words, he looked through, through history and gave us a gift as well. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. Uh, he is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find him uh, a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, these guys showed up and spilt the beans is what they did. They showed up. You ever had somebody ruin a movie for you? Man, they show up. They are, are, uh, last night, my, my older son, he'll be in the next service, his wife was pitching a fit because he all the time calls her and tells her how Clemson, what the score was on the Clemson game. And she wants to see the game. She don't want to hear it, but he does it every time. Isn't it terrible when somebody just spoke? Let me tell you something. These angels showed up to these shepherds and about ruined the, the surprise, okay? Because they spilt the beans. This is what they said. Glory to God in the highest. Everybody say that with me. Glory to God in the highest. That's the way we should be this morning. This should be our attitude because Christmas is coming and we get to celebrate the gift, the present that is present. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men. Here it is. Here's the catcher. On whom his favor rests. Whoa, come on. Somebody shout with me this morning. And whom his favor, they spilt the beans, people. They spilt them. That, in other words, this morning, if you don't get what I'm trying to say, they told you why grace came. Grace came because, God, I'm about to shout this morning. I'm sorry. It just gets me because, listen, he said, peace to, to men on whom, that means these guys, I'm going to dump on them, 
The favor rests. It rests on us this morning. This morning, this thing won't go away. It is resting here. It has put its feet up. The recliner arm has been pulled, and it is resting. That means that you can't leave it. How many ever got in your recliner and, and had to do something else, but you just had to get that nap while you were there? Amen? Come on, let's get real this morning. It's resting on us. We can't even run from it this morning. What is it that we can't run from? We can't run from the influence of the greatest gift that has ever been given to men. We can't run from it. Uh, this morning, they called him something that tells us it rested with us. They called him Emmanuel. As we know these days, that means God with us, right? Come on, people. If God is really with us, then, then we can do all things through Christ. He strengthened us. We don't have to worry about fear, for God hadn't given us the spirit of fear. He's given us power and love and a sound mind. This morning, we don't have to worry about COVID-19. We don't have to worry about being sick this morning. If you're sick, then healing is dwelling here this morning. Partake of it. It is hanging around. It's in the recliner waiting on you to reach over and get it. Be healed. This morning, in the name of Jesus, it's one of the benefits. It's because of grace. I'm about to get excited here because some of you are starting to figure it out this morning. Hallelujah. Preacher, they're getting it. Amen. Listen, I only got about five more minutes. Hang with me, okay? Because of grace this morning, because it has fallen on us, because favor has become ours, we got benefits. How many of y'all have went to a job saying, I hope they have good benefits? Amen? Some of us are working jobs. A friend of mine, he works his job solely so his wife can have insurance. It's a benefit. Everybody say benefits with me. God, listen, when grace came, when Emmanuel, who I'm about to shout, when Emmanuel came to us, when Jesus the Christ came here for us, he bought benefits, hallelujah. Woo! I'm about to shout, I'm telling you. And one of those benefits was eternal life. That means I can look at death. At 3 o'clock one morning, my wife was struggling to breathe. We had both had COVID. I was sitting over there weak as water, wondering if I was going to be able to make it or not. My fever was running high. And I thought to myself, I believe I could die right now. I, it was that bad. For those that have had it, you understand what I'm saying. For those that got a mild case, because <laughs> mine wasn't. Amen? It was bad. When you sit there and you hear your wife struggling to breathe, it does something to you because I love that woman. 43 years she's put up with me, and I'll never find anybody that'll put up with me for 43 years. So I'm glad I still got her. But as I was sitting there and I was trying to breathe, and the devil, of course, was running his little CD. You're going to die. Your wife's going to die. You done gave it to your family, and your grandchildren are going to die. You know, he loves that death thing. Amen? Yeah, he plays that CD. It runs over and over. It just says the same thing over and over and over. You can't pay your bills. You can't get healed. The Word of God ain't true. How many of y'all ever heard that CD? Yeah, he's a liar. Jesus said that not only is the father lies, but his native language was a lie. In other words, the dude can't even speak anything straight. And I will not respect anybody that don't even have the key to his own front door. Hello? That's right, Jesus got it hanging on his belt loop right there. 
this morning, I could look at death and I could say to death, death, you can't have me. I'm not yours. I'm in the recliner with grace. Because, oh, hallelujah, some of you ain't got it yet. Because of grace, I can look at death and I can tell COVID-19, and somebody out there needs to listen to me this morning, I can tell COVID-19, yeah, go ahead, you can mess with my body all you want to. You're, you're a disease, I guess that's your job. But let me tell you something I've got running inside of me. I've got the blood of the lamb running inside me. I've got the power of God. Because of grace this morning, I won't die. Hallelujah. Some of you got it. Some hadn't. Not only do we have grace, not only do we have eternal life, not only do we have healing and sickness, but we've got peace. And right now, let me tell you something. You got, you got, you got all these politicians trying to, to tell you to have peace on one side and on the other side to cutting each other's throat and everybody's bleeding and it's a mess. But let me tell you something this morning. The only peace that you can have and hold on to is the peace that came as the benefit of grace. Because of grace this morning, I can have peace, not normal peace, but Jesus said peace that passes understanding. Amen? Woo! Hallelujah. That's the kind of peace I want. I don't want no regular peace. I don't want nothing that, that's regular. Look at me. I don't even dress regular. I don't walk regularly. I don't do my hair regular. I don't do anything regular. I always do it different. Why? Because I'm a child of God, a joint heir with Jesus and I don't have to do it their way. I can do it another way. Amen? Hallelujah. Woo! Can't jump too high. Man could hurt himself in this building. Something else he gave me this morning, and I want you to really get this, and I'm going to try to wrap it up. I want you to understand this morning. Grace came and bought a gift that this world is starving to death for. How many people just lately have said, or you've heard somebody say, I'm just not happy. I want to be happy, Chris. I'm just not happy. They buy new cars. They buy new houses. They buy their children so many toys that they don't even play with them all. They play with the boxes anyway. But they just say, I just can't. You know why you can't be happy? It's because you don't understand where happiness comes from. Happiness is just an attribute. You can't have happiness without joy. And the joy of the Lord, Nehemiah said, is our strength. Why is America weak right now? It's not because we don't know who's president. It's not because of COVID-19. We're weak because we lost our joy. Amen. Come on now. We lost our joy. We forgot what grace brought us. <laughs> grace brought us joy. Somebody smile at me, you bunch of not on the logs. Hello? Grace brought us joy. And joy, Jesus said, not just regular joy, joy unspeakable, the prophet said, and full of the glory of God. Jesus, grace himself, bought us a joy that is so full that it'll bubble over inside of you and make you act plumb stupid. Last but not least, he bought us faith. Faith is a substance it is a benefit of God. It's a substance. You can do it between your fingers. It's real. And this morning, I want you to know, if you don't understand that kind of faith, then you really don't have the grace working in your life that you have the opportunity for. This morning, if you don't have the gooeys, 
If you don't, if you can't take your faith and squish it between your fingers, and those that have faith know what I'm talking about. If you're sitting there someone and say, I don't have a clue what that man is talking about, then you need to listen to me. You don't have it. Because it's a substance. You got it or you don't got it. Now let me tell you how you use it. It's a benefit. So in benefits, you always use them, right? You got to blame something. Well, I'm in the hospital and I have three specialists. I was in a car wreck and it shattered my spine. And, and, and I'm in the hospital and I have three specialists. Now, specialists are, are the end of the road, right? They're the ones you go to to find out what the real deal is, right? Jesus is a specialist. But they, they told me that afternoon, they said, if you don't let us put rods and screws in your back, you'll never walk again. That's what they said. They're specialists, okay? But grace, because of grace, I didn't receive it. And that one of them even said to me, well, Mr. Swilling, we were told that you were religious. Well, they didn't know me, did they? <laughs> Not a religious bone in my body. Let me tell you something. I told them, I said, listen, just go away. I said, leave me with Jesus and, and, and we'll talk about it. And we did, because I had preached all over the world and seen miraculous signs. I've seen blinded eyes healed. I've seen the lame walk. I watched his feet crack and pop and turn back around. I've seen things with my eyes, but yet here I was in the hospital, and they're telling me, the specialists are telling me, that if, they don't let, if I don't let them put these foreign objects in my body, there's not a chance I'll ever walk in. Let me tell you something right now. I rebuke that in the mighty and powerful name of grace, who is Jesus. And because of grace, I was able to hold it together. And at 3 o'clock that morning, me and Grace was having a long conversation. And I was crying because it wasn't working for me. I sent it work for other people. It wasn't working for me. Hello? Some of you ain't got it. It what? Do you hear me? It wasn't working for me. So, oh, you shouldn't have said that. You mean it don't work? I didn't say it didn't work. I said it wasn't working for me. And so I'm laying there and I said, Lord, I need help. Well, uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning, it was like the door opened up. You ever felt somebody walk in a room, but yet you hadn't seen them yet? I felt that, and, I, and, 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 and whether you believe it or not, and, and I really don't care, uh, Jesus said to me, what, what do you need? Well, that was a stupid question. He knew what I needed. He's God, right? But he wanted me to say it. And I said, I want to walk. He said, walk then, and walked out of the room. Oh, you were waiting for a big, uh, elaborate spiritual thing, wasn't you? <laughs> See, with Jesus as a fact, because of grace, I could hear Jesus in my spirit man say to me, walk then. So what I do, I jumped out of bed, fell on the ground, almost broke my nose. That's how stupid I am. People, we're stupid. We do crazy things. If you're listening out there this morning, it's okay if you understand how stupid you are. Yeah, uh, according to the Bible in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1, he says if we won't listen to sound instruction, we're stupid. It's right there in the Bible. Read it. So we get in the stupid sometimes. It's because we forget. We can blame grace. It's because of grace this morning that we can do these things. And I've got to end. I've got so much more I'd like to say, but I can't. This morning, I want you guys, as I end, to stand up with me right quick. Some of you this morning, you want the kind of salvation that grace brings. Some of you this morning are listening out there on TV and you want to be healed this morning. 
Because that's one of the gifts, benefits of grace. Some of you out there this morning want to be able to just pay your bills on a regular basis. You say, it seems like one trouble comes at me after the other. Some of you out there this morning and, and the doctors have told you you've got COVID-19 and now your fear has overtaken you. Well, let me tell you something right now. You listen to me. It's because of grace I can say this this morning. Do you hear me? Because of grace. You're not talking about somebody that don't know. Because of grace, all you have to do this morning is admit you're not living right and tell the Lord, Lord, I need your help. I need you to cover me with your grace and with your blood. And I, I made a point in my, in my notes that I hadn't paid any attention to, but... I have to say something to you this morning. I go to church to church and I hear people say, well, this morning you can come to Christ. And it's like they're begging you to come to Christ. You ever heard them do that? You can come to... Well, let me tell you something this morning. It's your fault you're where you're at. You need to man up. You need to woman up. And you need to understand you don't need to come to Christ. Christ came to you by grace. Somebody get a hold of that this morning. Because even saying it out of my mouth, it hit me right in the heart. You don't have to come to Christ. Christ came to you. Jesus himself said, behold, you have not chosen me. I chose you. While we were yet sinners, the Bible says, Christ came to us. You are chosen to be family, but yet you're refusing to be family because you won't let go of the sin. Let me tell you something this morning. And I'm talking to somebody. Just let go. Everybody bow your heads and close your eyes a second. It's a very private thing. If you're, if you're listening on to I have to do this. Andrew, is it all right? I have to. Come on. My heart's heavy this morning. That evangelist. If you're standing there this morning, maybe everybody in your family thinks you're saved. Maybe everybody around you. Maybe everybody in this church thinks you're saved. Let me tell you, it don't matter what they think. It's your soul we're talking about this morning. It's not theirs. If you're standing there this morning... And you just need to say, Jesus, thanks for coming to me by grace. I received that gift this morning. The present is present this morning. And all you got to do, when, when somebody gives you a gift, you don't have to sit around and think about where you're going to take it or not. Just take it. It's free. They gave it to you. Jesus died on Calvary for you. He let them beat him and put stripes on his body for you. They hung him on a cross, a bloody and nasty cross. And it wasn't his place, it was yours. But because of grace, he did it. If you're standing here in this room this morning and you need to renew your commitment to the Lord, maybe you said, you know, I never thought about it. I, I need this next year to be different. I'm talking to somebody, I know I am. Then this morning, I want you to slip your hand up to the Lord. Not to me, not to the evangelist. To the Lord. Slip your hand up right now and let's have a moment of honesty so you can go into next year and let grace lead your way instead of you because you hadn't done real good. I can't see real good in here. If you've got your hand up, I want you to come stand down here. We haven't got much time, but come stand down here right where you say, oh, wait a minute now. Whoa, whoa, I can't do that. Let me tell you something. It don't matter what anybody thinks. Move from your seat this morning and walk toward the grace that has benefits. You need those benefits this morning. You need those benefits this morning. And let me tell you something. He hung for you. The least you can do is walk for him. Walk this way. Listen, there's a man standing there this morning. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I, I ain't got time to explain myself. There's a man standing out there in this congregation this morning that you're not living for the Lord, but you got everybody around you smoked. You, you know, they think you are. But down in their heart of hearts, they know you're not. They're not judging you. They just know you're not living right. 
And, and man, let me tell you something. It's the hardest thing in the world for a man to walk down here because of his pride. This morning, whoever I'm talking to, I'm going to ask you to swallow your pride and walk down here to the Lord and receive those. You need those benefits to go into to 2021. You need the benefits of grace. It's because of grace that I can even say this to you this morning. I'm not special. I'm not, I'm, there's nothing special with me. I'm talking about something really special. God's present to you. His grace. Who are you? Where you at? You're in the house. You're in the house. Well, somebody's going to think, wife, grab his hand and bring him down here. Wives are more tender-hearted than us guys. So if I do that, he'll, he'll give me a hard time when I get home. Well, he gave you a hard time last week. Grab him by the hand and say, honey, we need to go. We need to go right now. I want you to walk with me. By grace. Come on, I ain't got much time. Move. This is your time. Grace is free. Nobody's going to charge you for it when you get here. It's already paid at Calvary. Amen. Amen. Walk toward the Lord. Walk toward. If you're standing there, you say, to yourself, well, I know he's talking to me. Or, or if you're saying to yourself, I wonder if he's talking to me. If you even wonder, you need to move right now. You need to move right now. We need a moment of honesty in this house. And listen, the house is not full this morning. You say, they're going to know. They know already. All right, let's pray together. This is how it works. He said, confess me with your mouth and believe me in your heart and you shall be saved. That's what he said in the book of Romans. Look it up. This morning, Lord, we confess you as our Savior. If you're standing at this altar, say these words when it needs to come out of your mouth. This morning, Lord, I confess you as my Savior. This morning, I believe in my heart that you died at Calvary and that your grace is free. Thank you for my salvation this morning, Jesus. Because I believe your word. Today, say it with me. Today, I am saved. If you're out there this morning and you got COVID-19 or you got a doctor that told you you're going to die of cancer or he, or he told you you're going to die, listen, shut that off a minute. Cut it off and say these words with me. This morning, I am healed in the name of Jesus because of grace. Hallelujah. Felt that one. No weapon formed against me will prosper. I am free for the Son has set me free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, Andrew. Where you at? Come on, let's just stay right here in this moment. The Holy Spirit is here. Just lift your hands. Close your eyes. I'm going to ask for the prayer team. If you have any ladies on the prayer team, to come help. Just begin to pray in this moment. Jesus, you're here. Yeah. And if the team can also help with getting communion ready this morning. I just thank you for who you are. <laughs> we thank you that because of grace this morning, we can be set free. We can be healed. We can be made whole. This morning, if you 
answered that call for salvation. We want to let we want you to let us know. We want to pray with you. We want to get in touch with you. It's important this morning to God <laughs> that you know how much He loves you. And we, as a faith family, we're here to support you this morning. Spirit continues to minister, we're just going to flow right into taking communion as a family this morning. And I'm grateful for the power of communion. How many know the communion elements itself have power for those that believe? Because it's remembering grace, man. Not only remembering the grace that saved us, but man, remembering also the pit it saved us from. Like Eric would say, we were dead in our trespasses and sins, man. We were no hope. But because of grace, <laughs> we have a chance this morning to remember all he's done. And this is what we're going to have you do. If you can, you can come forward right here. We have two ushers on the side right here. We want you to come and grab the elements this morning. Come take one for you. Take one for your family. Just come out of your seat real quick and just come and gather. And if you can, remain up here this morning. We're going to kind of finish service up here as a family and take communion as a family. I want to invite those of you watching online. Go in the kitchen right now. Grab a little Ritz cracker. Get you some grape juice or whatever you got in there. A piece of bread. We invite you be a part of this moment as well. Whatever you got, we ask you to go and get it at this moment. And if we could just stay up here together, don't worry. Nobody bites. Everybody got something? Amen. from 1 Corinthians 11. As I read, I just want you to see it. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 23 to 25. It says, For I received from the Lord. Before I read that, Sean, can I have some? Thank you, brother. It says, For I received from the Lord that which also was delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread. Go ahead and peel that first layer back. Take the element that represents the bread. You at home, take that bread. Whatever you have in your hand. Spirit just said, pause and commune with me. So I just want us to pause. I want your heart to commune with the, the Holy Spirit right now. We thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we want to take these elements with you in mind and you at the center. It says the the Lord Jesus on the night, same night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread. 
And when he had, gave, had, had given thanks, he broke it. Go ahead and break it. And said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. Jesus, we thank you for your body that was broken and bruised and beaten for us. We know that this bread also represents the affliction you've been through. God, that you are, when we go through affliction, we become one with you. God, that you're not a God who didn't suffer. No, you suffered so that we could be made whole. So that in times of suffering, in times of affliction, we wouldn't just stay in suffering and stay in affliction. We could actually move into freedom, move into healing, move into wholeness. Right now, I just thank you that every disease has to leave in the name of Jesus. I just speak to every physical body in this room, every physical body to those watching on the live stream. I just speak over your body. Body, be healed in the name of Jesus. Chronic migraines, be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Command every back, every joint, God, every bone to be healed. Arthritis, you have to go in the name of Jesus. Just thank you for the healing power in your body. And it says, in the same manner, he also took the cup. Peel back that second layer. If you're at home, take your cup there. After supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. You may partake of the cup. Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.